0: Welcome to The Pastor and the Counselor, where each week I sit down with counselors from In Him Christian Wellness to talk about life issues, mental health, and ways to intentionally pursue Jesus right in the middle of our struggles. Relational, practical, and full of great conversations, I guarantee it will be 30 minutes of your time well spent joining us today on the podcast, our new NLC Lifecast. This is pretty exciting. Kind of our premier voyage into the land of podcasting and uh, the pastor and the counselor. We've been together for over a year talking about life, talking about mental health, talking all about helping one another and helping people get by. I mean, John, you and I, when we talked about this over a year ago, Um, We were seeing people just suffering and struggling. We were trying to figure out how to begin walking with people. And we thought, well, hey, let's let's get on and, and do a half an hour conversation just to give people who were stuck at home some mental health and spiritual health and wisdom and guidance. And here we are over a year later and we're going to the big time. (laughs) At least it feels that way. Sitting around the table, headphones, microphones. This is pretty cool. And uh, it's an honor and privilege to be with you, Corinne and John. And today we're going to be talking about um, fatigue. And in a lot of ways, as I've been thinking about this, we've talked about fatigue. We've talked about, you know, kind of being tired um, in many different ways. But when I was thinking about this kind of first episode for us, I think a lot of people right now are fighting. You know the word "fight" and fighting fatigue. I just really feel um, is is what is reality. And Corinne, you and I had this conversation this week about just you're seeing you're seeing that. And so um, you know maybe you share just a little bit, bit about fatigue and fighting fatigue. What are you seeing? in us. And I know that that's kind of a loaded, you know, moment to say that, but what are you seeing in people these days as, as we're talking about fatigue coming out of a year of COVID coming out of a year of just relational separation, all that this last year has brought. So, John, why don't you, you always like start us, you know, in this beautiful way, circling in at 747, big picture in the clouds. In the clouds. In the
1: clouds. Fatigue is is real, and it's hard to imagine that that we started this so long ago, and we still like each other. <laughs> it's the grace of God, right?
0: It sure is.
1: But I think the, the idea of wanting to walk with people through uh, this really challenging time was our heart behind it. Mm. And the best way to reach folks when they were locked in was to engage in this way so thank you for this idea Mm -hmm. and i hope it's been beneficial i think it has from what what we've heard i think it's been good for for me just to remember things that are important um as as we take a look at the effect of fatigue oftentimes um fatigue is is discovered the full impact is is understood after the fact. In the midst of sometimes we d- we're not totally understanding what we're walking through hmm. and how it's affecting us. Like we usually realize we're off when we yell at someone or at the stoplight, right? That's when we realize oh, our our behaviors, our choices, our responses aren't consistent with who we are, with the situation at hand. So oftentimes we recognize the effect of fatigue after the fact, after we've said something or done something, and that's not real helpful.
0: Kind of after the reaction.
1: Mm. Right, so what we're seeing from the counseling area now is that that people are calling because they can get out asking for services and they are are understanding wow I have imploded in different ways I have really affected the people in my life in some negative ways or addictive patterns have resurfaced. Mm -hmm. So now folks have some perspective to understand not only what they've walked through but how it's affected them Mm.
0: yeah wow that sounds heavy (laughs) it just it sounds like it's it's like a and that's why i think the word fight right Mm -hmm. It, it you're describing what feels like kind of a war zone you know like you don't even realize the damage you don't realize kind of the casualties you don't realize it until you're kind of able to step back a little bit and kind of be like wow like this is, this is, I'm tired, <laughs> I'm, I'm worn out.
1: That's a great way to describe it. It's a great way to describe it. I think, you know, the, in the moment, you're so locked into what's going on and the circumstances and the news and how am I gonna get my next you know, toilet paper roll or whatever the case might be. You're so focused on getting by. That it's hard to check in with yourself. Or give yourself the the freedom to really be vulnerable and aware of what's going on Mm. if I give in to my fear if I give in my feelings then what's how am I going to keep walking right Right. so I think our tendency is to just keep plowing and then when it's time to rest boy it's we just tend to fall out and then realize what's happened yeah Is
0: that, is that what you're seeing, Corinne?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I like what John said a lot. Um, and I think the choice word of fighting fatigue is a good one because sometimes people don't know. They know that they're feeling it, and they know that it's just feeling oppressive and that they're tired and all of this, but they don't know what to do about it. You know, they don't know how to fight it, or they don't know how to, you know, they're tired of being tired, I guess. Mm. <laughs> I've seen that a lot. You know, tired of feeling stuck and in this space for so long.
0: Now, it seems like too then, because I think what you just said, you may not even realize it, um, but there's this like, uh, almost like progression. So, so I'm just, I'm so engaged in just survival, in life, in the changes. So change is a huge part of the fatigue then then we recognize that what the 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 response the reaction that may not even come and then all of a sudden I'm feeling things that I don't even think I realized were happening or were inside me and now it's the question what do I do like I maybe it's the feeling I've made a mess of this or I'm a mess or I'm stuck and I feel all these things now what do I what do I do with it? Like, how do I, I've been fighting all this, but now it, like, how do I, f- how do I fix? Or how do I fight this fatigue that's destroying kind of all the framework around me? How do you, how do you, how do you help us? How do you help us do that? Because I think even personally, you know, there's been moments throughout this last year, I've been there, you know, If it, and if it wasn't for, you know, some recognition if it wasn't for some time away, if it wasn't for some, you know, key moments, like, you know, there, there, but by the grace of God, like, there I go too. And so how do we start to put some of these things together into, into maybe what we would call like a battle plan? Uh, Maybe that's a good way to look at it. Like, what's our battle plan for fighting fatigue?
1: It's a great question. You take a nap. That's the first thing to do. <laughs> and this is what God did for Elijah when Elijah was fatigued. He became afraid at the word of Jezebel mm. and went out to the desert to die, right, by himself. Yep. He left his servant behind and just lay down to die, thinking he was the only one who had experienced, only one left, right? So he didn't. He didn't want to engage the fight anymore. And what God did was He met the He met Elijah there, and and He let him rest, and He fed him, let him rest, and then He took him to another place so he could get some perspective again, mm. right? Regain some hope. Because we find that at the place of fatigue, oftentimes hope is is lacking.
0: That's right? good. That's really good.
1: So when you're feeling fatigued, it's a good, it's an indicator, it's not a definer of the circumstances or the context, or even who you are. It Just means you're tired emotionally, physically, spiritually, and a great place to start is a a nap. Yeah, refresh a little bit.
0: So everyone has permission Mm. to just take a nap.
2: Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, pieces of (laughs) advice to give. (laughs) I, uh, I was thinking that John was gonna say being honest with God is one of the first steps, though, because John often talks about um, needing to be authentic. And you know, once we have an awareness of where we are, then coming to God and saying, "Hey, I'm feeling this way," mm-hmm. you know, and bringing that up, bringing that up to God's attention too.
0: Well, be- <laughs> Jesus invites us into it, right? Matthew 11:28 mm-hmm. through 30. I always love that passage in the Message translation where Jesus says, hey, are you tired? Are you burned out? Come to me and, and I'll show you how to take a real rest, which probably translates into, I'll show you how to take a nap, <laughs> you know, but he invites, us, he invites us into that place that you just mentioned. And, and I think that that's, so he does it, he invites us into it, but then he, he does, he, in that place of honesty, he meets us there, which I think is so important, so important.
1: I agree, Ryan. And, Corinne, thank you for bringing that up. That's such an essential piece of self-awareness is being able to express how we're thinking, what we're feeling to God. A lot of times we think of self-awareness as so we better look inside ourselves to, to see what's there, what we need, and who we are. But really, the best way to understand self is through the eyes of God. And so when we can be transparent before Him and say, I am, I feel exhausted, I feel alone, I feel whatever the case might be, what a great starting point. So mm-hmm. thank you, Corinne, for that.
0: And it may be even that the nap needs to come before that because we're so <laughs> exhausted that we can't even emotionally handle being honest with ourselves or, or with God until we until we have that nap and so again i know it sounds like to me that sounds like now there's got to be something more right there's a nap but as i'm just listening to you it's so you're bang on and and i think well there's probably lots of folks that are kind of giggling about you know like nap being like there should be something much more you know wise but i think you're right stopping so that we can be honest, so that we can come before, before God with that vulnerable place, in that vulnerable place. I think that's so good.
1: I agree. In that conversation with God then, Ryan, is the idea of uh, then understanding our needs, what's in our heart through that process, is really important because self-care, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get replenished, how are we gonna move forward through is is very individualistic mm. rarely are there three steps that are going to match everybody uh, in terms of their needs and their ability to move on in life, be refreshed the The thing about stress, especially long term, is that it can show us what's in our heart. Mm. It's like few. Squeeze a sponge it's easier to see what's been absorbed in the sponge as it comes out mm. so allow allow the the stress over time allow this conversation with God to to have him tell you things deep in the heart so you can really understand what you need so I'll, we were traveling, and although we're a wellness agency, I do eat fast food yeah. from time to time. I
0: think I may have seen that once or twice. From uh,
1: time to time. That
0: brown bag with the golden M on it.
1: But uh, we won't speak to that.
0: <laughs> another episode. That's another episode. <laughs> another episode with a guest, Alexa. Glad yeah. We'll bring Alexa in.
1: Or one of our nutritionists. So, so we, you know, you, have to, you do this order from a, a kiosk and you're, you're pushing things and pictures and then there's a price that comes up and you pay and then, well, my wife and I could not get a job at McDonald's because obviously we can't order food, you know, uh, in, our new, in our new technology way. And so, we ended up having the wrong order, paid too much and we were just trying to get down the road, so I got this really big bag of food, and I only wanted like six nuggets, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I paid $20 for six nuggets, and we're gonna pitch the rest, and I end up in this in this dark hole of just processing, like what did I just do? How did I get there? How did I end up paying $20 for like six nuggets and a small coffee? And then, And then what came up from it was In the depths of my heart, this place of inadequacy of, man, like these statements of, why can't you get things right? You know, these messages that invade our hearts and minds that we believe, but we just don't bring into the light Mm. before God Mm -hmm. or before others, but they do leak out in, in our day to day, how we do life, how we see life, how we respond to life. And so as I was talking to God about it and uh, the silliness of the whole thing, this conversation with the, the God of the universe about, you know, missing out on, on 10 bucks and having extra food and being a, a wrong order at, at McDonald's, then I realized that I really needed His love and acceptance at that place. I needed unconditional. Love. I need grace mm-hmm. to speak to those places of fear, mm-hmm. the old messages, the things I think about myself that aren't helpful. So we have had a year of stress and fatigue, but this is a critical <clears throat> moment to pause and consider the things that we believe, the things deep in our heart. So as you have this conversation with God, be aware, be listener. And allow him to speak to the things, those false messages, those lies that can so easily beset us, mm-hmm. hold us back, weigh us down.
0: And I'm sure in, in the fatigue, right, Corinne, like that puts us right, in the, right right in the perfect zone for the enemy to just attack
2: definitely i think uh on the facebook live at least we've talked a lot about what stress does and it puts us on high alert so any small inconvenience or anything that comes up can be can seem like a much bigger deal than it really is Mm
0: -hmm.
2: like paying too much for all the extra food
0: but it it happens to everyone it does and and i think you know john you didn't mention this specifically but i think in that story like all of what was going on in your head that probably, a lot of it was just you were tired, mm. right? So, in the fatigue of it, you're just trying to do a simple task, and it's like the simple tasks just don't work. And um you know, I experienced that a little bit this week. i I had to fix my lawnmower. i I right before dark, I thought I can get out for the last half an hour. It was a rough day. It was Friday and um, I'm like, I just got to get some grass cut because I don't have time, you know, we've got all things going on. Used my phone because my steering column on my riding lawnmower came apart. So I used my phone as a flashlight, set it underneath the, the, on the mower deck so I could see up in underneath and, you know, I fixed the steering component. Guess what I forgot sitting on the mower deck? My phone. Hopped back on the tractor, all proud of myself, ready to go. I was tired. I shouldn't have been out there. I should, have, I should have stopped. I hadn't been home since 7 in the morning. This is like 8.30 at night. Hopped on the tractor, all proud, ready to roll. Turn on the mower. Drive away, and all you hear is, ch-ching. And I look back, and there's my phone. <laughs> like, pretty much the top corner cut off, screen smashed. And I was... I wasn't even mad, I was just like, done. And I realized, like, I put it in my pocket and I thought, I'm just gonna drive around and cut grass until it is pitch black. And I did, but I shouldn't have been out there because I was too tired and I didn't recognize it until, like you guys said, until it was too late. How can we, like, how do we practically, Karin, because you do this so well, you know, what are some, somebody comes in and says, okay, I'm feeling this, I'm dealing with things. I'm I'm starting to identify some of my needs. What are some, some of those key next steps after, you know, coming before the Lord? What, what's Nat, you know, what's, what's next? What are just some things that we can put into practice to fight fatigue?
2: Well, I don't know if I have like a specific checklist, but you made me think of something, Ryan. It's, um, you know, sometimes we recognize that we are tired and fatigued, but we are a little stubborn and we want to do
0: our stuff anyway. Come on, you're getting <laughs> personal now, Corinne. Like, I don't no. know.
2: Well, I, I do it as well. I don't have a, a an example like that, but I think some of us are really, um, we just feel like we have too much to do. We can't afford to be tired. We mm-hmm. can't afford to take a nap or mm-hmm. we can't, we don't have time to be fatigued. So we just push ourselves through, but it ends up backfiring, as you found out, yeah. as we all find out, because (laughs) if we don't give ourselves the rest, it doesn't work anyway, you know, doing those things. So I think taking those stories of times that you, that we all feel like that and remembering those times, and this is one of the things I say all the time, but having somebody who can help, who can remind you that it's okay to take a nap, it's okay to not cut the grass that day, Mm -hmm. you know, it's okay to take a break sometimes. Mm. I need those reminders a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. What, what part, um, and we probably need to, to, to start to wrap this up, but what part does bound, do boundaries play when we're talking about fighting fatigue?
1: Oh, they're huge, they're huge. Typically we think of boundaries in terms of relationships with other people. That's how it's used in our language and our culture it's really important for us to have boundaries, to know our limitations. I like the idea of, um, uh, we talk a lot about mindfulness, the idea of being present in your current context. Where we tend to be busy, we tend to absorb a lot and live outside of the scope of where we are. And then I think it's really easy to lose sight of our capacity, limitations in the moment. It's like when you eat too fast, Mm. and then afterwards you realize, I don't think I should have eaten that much. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know if I tasted that. So part of it is slowing down, slowing yourself down. This whole idea of finding fatigue then is using it as an indicator that I have needs. I'm running up against it the limits of myself, the boundaries, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling it. Don't know exactly where it's coming from, but I know I need to kind of reset. And so this whole idea of napping is is allows us to recalibrate. And then this honest conversation with God that Corinne brought up is great because then he can reveal to us what we need because mm-hmm. we can lose sight. Oftentimes we run to things that don't really satisfy like another bowl of ice cream or a TV show but God can let us know well, you need a good kiss from your wife mm. and I say amen to that yeah. right so it's really helpful to have that, that conversation and then begin to consider the next thing that brings me into the best version of me mm. and so that that sets us up to be considering that which is good right and true that which is healthy that what which promotes me being able to move forward in an energized fashion yeah
0: yeah that's really good any last words Corinne before we sign off
2: no I don't think so I think I keep thinking of the word permission so giving yourself permission mm-hmm. giving a you know, having somebody else give you permission, we'll give you permission, take that nap, you know,
0: take that time for yourself. Hey, everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode of The Pastor and the Counselor. I want to encourage you to reach out to In Him Christian Wellness if you need to talk or if you know someone else that may be in crisis or could use a counselor, their website, inhimchristianwellness.org. You'll also find uh, the link in the pastor and counselor description. Take care until next time.